The following content is explicit. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome to the Red Rum Podcasters. I'm Kristen. And I'm Natasha. And this is where we talk true crime and the spooky and the kooky. All kinds of weird shit. (laughs) (laughs) All of it. So what's up? Well, not a whole lot. School started. Had our first football game yesterday morning, which sucked because we had to go all the way like 45 minutes away to play. My cousin plays for that team. In the morning. Wasn't happy about it. H-Man probably actually had to play against my little cousin. We lost. Oh, yeah? We would have won, but, I mean, they gave up a touchdown in the first 10 seconds. Like, it was kickoff and they ran it back. It was bad. It was just, it was horrible. But they got better (laughs) as the game went on. But, yeah, I mean, really, it's been kind of same shit, different day. Actually, I've done a lot of administrative work. Yeah, you've been really busy this week. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, and I have them all in our little folder here. So, I do want to go ahead and do a shout out. I didn't do it on the last episode, but CKCB podcast. It's Crimes, Killers, Cults, and Beer. I did a collab with them last week, and they released it, and it's episode... 69 <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> and uh it, it's about people that married death row inmates so it was you know kind of fitting so but yeah but, well so this is normal release so for those that don't know our previous patreon release was death row inmates last meals yes which so that actually kept, was funny that we brought that up because they just did their episode not that long ago of the same thing and i was talking about it so we had a good time, but on top of that, we now have a merch store. Whoop, whoop. Super Merchy excited. Merch. I've already ordered shit. I'm just waiting for it to get here. Should be Friday. I've been looking into ordering one of the notebooks because you know how I use I a notebook did, to write down like, all of my yeah, stuff. I almost got one, but I was like, eh, it's like, I don't know. I was like, I'll let her decide if she wants to get one. But I got you a t-shirt, so. <laughs> I'm so um, excited. Oh. I can't wait to, like, walk into work and just be like, hey, look at me. Right? And I got, so I got uh, a t-shirt. I got a magnet for my car. And I actually got a phone case with our emblem and everything on it so that I could put it, because mine's kind of rubbing off because I'm, I'm rough on it, apparently. But, so we, we got that. But, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. I mean, there's pillows. There's tote bags. There's. Oh, and I got a, a travel mug. I got one of those. Nice, and it's nice. super cute. So pretty excited about it. Um, but there's all kinds of stuff on there. And on top of that, one way you can get to it is on our brand new website. Whoop whoop. Website. We, got up. we so, are like moving up in the podcast world, yeah. man. Slowly but surely, we're getting there. So baby stepping it up, but uh the website's created. It's it's, it's really, really, really easy to remember if you found the podcast. So it's theredrumpodcasters.com. <laughs> so on there, I mean, it's got all of our episodes are on there. There's contact forms. There's uh, links to the different listening platforms. Uh, there's the Patreon link on there. The merch store links on there. And I put a spot on the side at the bottom, unless you're on your cell phone, because it's, it's going to be at the very bottom, and put the suicide prevention hotline and the website, and then I put a phone number and a website for domestic violence. So that way, you know, if any of our listener, listeners want slash need those, they're available to them, 
So they're all on there. And the links should just be hyperlinks. They should take you exactly where you need to go. If not, you can always just copy and paste the link into the browser. and It'll take you where you need. So Yeah, we just want to get those resources out there. Yep. So we, we got everything. And like I said, you click on the store and it just automatically takes you to Public to our site. And then you can just click on our little emblem and it'll give you, I think the first thing that pops up is a t-shirt. But like if you scroll down, you can see all the other options that you can get. And, like, I know, you know, some of you are, like, looking at our emblem and you're like, okay, so it's black. You got your double R's or whatever. Don't let that fool you. You can get this t-shirt in so many different colors. And then it's got our emblem put on the front of it. There's pink, green. Yes. You know. What I did was is when I created the template for all of the merch, I left in the black background because, one, without the black background, it's not really our emblem, is it? Yeah. So... On top of that, it'd be real. It'd be a lot harder to see the emblem and the font on you know other colors. Like, say you wanted to get a white one or a red one. Yeah, or you know sometimes like if you get a light pink one and then you have like the red, it just it. Yeah. Trust me, as a redhead, I know you never wear pink, so they just don't jive. Uh, so I went ahead and left the background in there, so it's just like the box and everything. But I did look at them, and I still think they look like really good with the box. It's clean. It's you know legible. So. I think it's good, but there, there's, I selected uh, to give the option for any color that they have available <laughs> you could choose from. <laughs> so I could pick and choose if I wanted to. And I was like, screw it, man. I want everybody to have whatever option they want that they can make. On the website, you can actually leave reviews also. And Ooh. it's got our reviews, which I had a couple of them saved on featured on the homepage. So you guys can kind of see what, you know, people are saying. I know we don't have very many, which uh, if you guys would Please want rate to, yeah, that would be great. Right now we have four, and that's it. But uh, it's okay. We're getting there. Feedback is always good. Sorry, I have something really funny to tell okay. you, and I okay. honestly cannot okay. wait okay. any longer. Shoot. I pimped my husband out yesterday. Uh, um, but not in the way that you're thinking. I'm like, to what extent? Like, somebody just needed a date to a wedding, or like, you like legit pimped him out? It's not even that. You're going to laugh so hard. Okay. Did he have to help somebody move? No. Oh. Hmm. So, so my husband's been working Saturdays because we have a newer employee and he's not ready to work on his own yet. And his best friend wanted him to go to the casino with him, but he had already went to a friend's house Friday night without me and left me home with the girls. And he's like, dude, I can't go. Like... I was already gone last night. Like, she yeah. really wanted to watch this movie tonight. Like, I need to be home. Tell her 50 bucks. And, and then I was like, <laughs> no. And then he's like, 75. And I said, tell him 100 and you can go. And he Venmoed me $100. Are you shitting me? You're so that, shitting me. So that Ben could go to the casino. Oh, my God. That is awesome. <laughs> like, awesome. So I just texted him back. I was like, thanks for the groceries. That, okay, that's good. Yeah, I know, right? And I, then, wish, I wish I could pimp my husband out. So, and then while we were, well, while they were there, he texted our friend. He texted me. It's the same one that we went on vacation with. So, like, yeah. we're all really, really good friends. And we actually joke now that he's divorced that we're a thruple. Oh, nice. He uh, texted me and he goes, so how much to get Ben to go to Vegas? And I was like, when? And he's like, next week. I was like, I need a nanny if you're going to do that. Um, I need $750. Some of that's going to be for daycare. Some of that's going to be for extra food and shit. And some of it's going to be for sanity. I need, um, what is it? What do they call that when you, uh, no, it's not libel. It's a, 
What do you sue somebody for? Yeah, liabilities. There's a specific one I'm thinking of. Their mental anguish or whatever. Oh. You know what I mean? What is, son of a bitch. What is that called? Mental distress. <sighs> I can't think of it. But son of a bitch. Yeah. So he texted me that. But on the plus side, uh, because I got a hundred dollars and let Ben go to the casino last night, he won a thousand. So. Oh, bonus. Yeah. Man, I really do need to pimp my husband out. Yeah, so just get him a friend that likes to go gambling and is willing to pay you to let him go gambling. Hmm. Probably a little different with us because we do have small ones. So he's like, I got to bribe Kristen to let her. Well. To let her let him go. And mine only has one day off a week. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's how Ben is too. And he's not real big on going out and doing stuff on his one day. Yeah, that's how Ben is. He literally texted me. He's like, I'm coming home. I'm exhausted. I wish I could. I'm still trying to think of what that fucking word is I was thinking of. You'll look it up later. Yeah. Um, so today, we're actually not recording on our normal Friday. Today is Sunday. And so this is like our one day together. That's why I was trying to get here as early as I could. For one, this is kind Emotional of... Emotional distress. That's what it is. I'm I knew it bitch. was something distress. Whew. Um... We're just going to try and knock these out real quick. Yeah. Let's do it. Woo woo. Pimping my husband out. No. <laughs> I will say this. Nick did not have to bribe me. I literally tell Ben, like, you can go do whatever you want. Like, I'm not going to be that wife. It's like, no. You know. That's so, whenever he asks me to go do shit. And I'm like, you realize I never tell you no whenever you ask me to go do stuff. So, like. Holy cheese whiz. Okay. So, I know that you said that you brought a short one and a long one. Yeah. I got a long one that we could put with your short one, and then I could do a shorter one with your long one, just so That's we don't kinda, double whammy these people again. That's kind of why I told you. Yeah. So, well, I didn't realize that this, I just looked at the notes for the one I took, and it's a, uh, it's hefty. So, uh, which one do you want to start with? I'm going to do my short one first. Okay, we'll go with this. Oh, that's good, because this you're going to love my topic today. So, mine's kind of funny, and it. I mean, it doesn't really go with our Patreon, but I'm going to make you hungry again. Oh, man. And it's good even th- worse. I haven't th- ate breakfast. Good thing I had a bagel. <laughs> I was going to say, I haven't ate yet today. My topic is what you could consider food heists. Food heists. Is that like shoplifting? No. Oh. Think, like, think not larger. Candy- oh, not candy bar from a grocery store? No. Oh, okay. In August, uh, so I have... I have different ones, so I'll start out with the item, and then I'll go. I'll get into the story. How's that? Okay. Okay. So this one is chocolate. Chocolate. Oh, I was like looking at you, like what the fuck? Is that like a certain brand? Is that like Lindor Truffles? In August of 2017, in a German town that oh I, my gosh, I would steal German chocolate too. That I will not dare try to pronounce. <laughs> like this thing was ridiculous. I didn't even write it down. Like, this thing was insane the way it was spelled. I needed to, like, text it to, like, your stepdad and be like, how do you say this? Yeah. I have a whole, like, half of a family that's German, so we could probably make that work. So, a truck filled with 20 tons of Nutella and Kinder chocolate eggs was stolen. I'd be in heaven. The estimated worth of this truck was $80,000. For 20 tons? I feel like that's a little low. I figured we'd be worth more than that. This is what cracks me up. So the German authorities warned citizens that, quote, 
anyone offered large quantities of chocolate via unconventional channels should report it to police immediately. Unconventional. Like, <laughs> I'm seeing trench coat. Yeah. And he's got these pockets and, and it's like opens nu- it up. Nutella jars and Kinder Eggs. He's like, I got what you want. <laughs> Bring those to America because those. Yeah, the, they're illegal. The, the real Kinder Eggs got banned. Yep. The ones that we have are not like they have over it, across the pond. Yep. For our little UK listener that so, we have. I don't know. What, uh, I know a person who went to Germany and bought some legit Kinder Eggs and brought them home. I'm surprised they got through TSA. Yeah. I'm not going to mention who or when or how. <laughs> but Sock. just saying. So they stole the trailer and not the whole semi. So they would have needed a truck of their own. That actually makes sense because you got to think a lot of those trucks have the GPS, the tracking and all of that. So if you want to steal something yeah. and not be followed, you want to lose the lose the truck. So something to kind of also note with this is that only 260 miles northeast, a trailer with 30 tons of fruit juice was also stolen like <laughs> within a week. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it was literally like in a week, a giant trailer of fruit juice was stolen as well. What? Yeah. Maybe they're going to have a really big party. Freaking kids, like a kid's party. Chocolate and juice. Nutella swimming pool. (laughs) Oh my God. With fruit juice on the side. I'm down. It reminds me of uh, this episode I watched of uh, Bones where the person died, like someone they were making the world's largest chocolate bar, and as the chocolate was in the uh, mold, somebody pushed someone in it and shoved them under and drowned them in the chocolate. What a way to die, man! Yeah, you should see when they cut that chocolate bar, just start goo started going everywhere. It was, and they're like they're on national TV. Like I need to watch this episode. So I'm like a. I don't think I've ever really, I've never really gotten into Bones because obviously there's like character story that goes into it that you kind of have to be up on. Silly booth. But I do like, um, I've watched like all the NCIS. I've watched uh, Criminal Minds. I haven't watched all of them. Um, But like Blue Bloods and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I've I've checked, checked, checked them all. And, but I've never seen, I've seen Bones, Bones but I've never really gotten, I've never started from the beginning to start like the character story part of it. And and it gets real frustrating. So I'm not going to lie. Like, you're watching it. And like, I like the episodes because, you know, the episodes are all good. But as far as, you know, the character stories and everything, it it gets to the point where you're like, for the love of God, just fucking do it. (laughs) Like, what are you waiting on? That and I would just, oh, I would just tear me up some Sealy Booth. Just saying. Mm. All right. So on to our next one. It is tomatoes. Really? Yes. Okay. Okay. And this one's actually stateside. Oh. So in Florida in 2011, a group of thieves stole six tractor loads of tomatoes worth $300,000. Holy shit. And that also included a truck full of cucumbers and frozen meat. But why? Um, Poor K. So in that year, vegetable prices have skyrocketed. Well, I mean, I guess, okay. Because of a shortage. <laughs> if you're from around here, I can see. Because I'm like, what the fuck would you do with six tractor loads of tomato? I'm like, oh, wait. Can them? Yeah. <laughs> Make ketchup? Duh. 
Oh, spaghetti sauce, salsa. Oh my god, my mom makes the best salsa. But could you imagine like the warehouse that you would have to have to can that many tomatoes? Oh yeah. Oh my like god, if you weren't like already six, like a big six tractor loads, right? And my mom's little canner can only hold seven batches at a time. Yep. <laughs> that would take her like ten years. So on that one, it did say that that year Mexico had some issues with their production of produce. So that's why the prices were so high. So people stole it because huh. we import a lot of those veggies why from can't Mexico. Why can't we just not eat tomatoes? You tell Ben that he can't have ketchup. That man eats more ketchup than I've ever seen anybody in my whole life. I can't think of anybody, like, with the process it would take to make ketchup. I don't see anybody normal, like an average Joe, being able to produce Decent tasting ketchup. Yeah. Um, so actually, it's funny. So my father-in-law, obviously your mom's brother, um, they're, you know, garden people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We all are. And he was talking about his tomatoes and how he was still waiting on them to get ripe. Man, his garden's always like bomb. I mean, oh, my God. his Oh, he had sweet corn one year. He's got some this year, too. Oh, man. Well, and not only that, but, like, I literally just grabbed the last of what was in his five-gallon bucket of green beans for me and my mom. And he's like, yeah, I need you to empty that bucket. I have to go pick more. And he's already made a big batch himself of green beans, and they were delicious. I'm telling you, my aunt and my uncle, my mom's garden's doing, like, kick-ass, too. Like, everybody, I don't know what it is with this family. Like, we're a bunch of, like, witchy gardeners. Yeah. <laughs> And then I marry into it, and I have, like, the blackest thumb. like Same. But. I don't know where I came from. So he was talking about it. So there's a red gold factory up in Indy. Oh. I think. Because he was that talking. That ketchup sucks, though. He was talking about watching, like, three giant tractor, like, trailer loads full of, like, these pristine red tomatoes. And he was telling me that they actually have a chemical that they spray on the tomatoes. That make them all ripen at the same time. Okay, that's kind of cool. Fucked up, but kind of cool. Yeah. So anyways, hmm. do you want to uh, cut the cheese? <laughs> no, I think I'm good, but Gus might. You better watch him. So in 2009 in New Zealand, a man and woman were arrested after being caught with 21 kilogram blocks of vacuum-packed cheddar cheese Stolen from a train that morning. What? You stole a bunch of cheddar cheese? So, this is the best part about this one. So, during the police chase, they were oh hucking God, the police. cheese out the oh window. Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> oh, not a, oh, my gosh. This is, I'm just... The mental picture here is fantastic. So, something funny along with this article was that they said that cheese is always a, quote... High risk for being stolen. Really? Yeah. Is it because it's easier to, it's smaller? I mean, these are like, okay, so one kilogram, roughly a pound-ish. I don't know the conversion quite 100% on it. But, and you're hucking these things out the window. I'm just thinking like, cheese about the size of a piece of cheesecake. That's what I'm picturing. I have, like, so many mental images. Like, so there's a Scooby-Doo, and Scooby-Doo and Shaggy work in the airport security, and Scooby's job is to sniff out contraband, and it's always food. And so, like, 
they find this wheel of cheese and then they like walk into this room and it's full of like meat and cheese that people are trying to smuggle out of the airport. Yeah. And then they just eat it all and they get fired. (laughs) So one kilogram is 2.205 pounds. So you're talking a two pound hunk. True. Cheese is pretty heavy though. So maybe it's not as big. Are we talking like how big, how much is like a, a, one of those uh, rectangle thingies of like Velveeta cheese. Is that probably the same? You know what I'm talking about? Like those long with the... Yeah, let me look. Those are two pounds. Okay, so yeah. So it's, that's a... That's a <laughs> but I can't imagine driving that's behind also a like, car and having it flying at you. That's also like fake-ass cheese. That doesn't have any density to it. A weight's a weight. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you got to think a dense block of cheese. So it'd be smaller than that then. Yeah. But still, I mean, that's like hucking a brick at True. something driving down the True. road. But yeah. So, cheese. Huh. I like cheese. What were they going to do with all that cheese? So, this one. So, if you were in Canada. Ooh, syrup. Yeah. Boom. So. Oh, there's an episode I'm going to have to do at one point. It's about a great syrup flood that, like, kills a bunch of people. So, thieves stole 12.5 million euros worth of syrup, which is about $13.8 million. Holy shit. Worth of maple syrup from a storage facility in Canada. I just, I don't get something. What are you going to do with that much syrup? I laugh because in this article also, it said that the authorities assured people that the that the syrup supply chain would not be affected by this. Like, you would have your syrup. Oh, I'm sure that there's people that are like, you know, syrup is like cocaine. Yeah. And so, for my last one... This one is actually, it kind of surprised me where it was at because I didn't know that this was farmed there. So it's walnuts. Oh, okay. So where would you think that walnuts would be farmed? Indiana? Yeah, no. Utah. No. Fuck me, I don't know. I only got 48 more options. (laughs) 80,000 pounds of walnuts were stolen over two days in Northern California. Would not have guessed that, but I guess they do have a lot of trees. The walnuts had been collected for delivery, but never made it to the drop-off. So the police believed that it was a, quote, suspicious suspicious delivery driver with a Russian accent. Well, let's not be biased or anything. But yeah, walnuts. Really, you know, pricey. I feel like they're very, you know, valuable or whatever. So what are the, the, uh, people get those those pigs and they take the pigs out and sometimes they're dogs but mainly it's pigs and they go like hunting for like truffles or whatever yeah so i can totally see that being a thing but it's also like black truffles are pricey ones and like you have to like have a real good pig for those so walnuts obviously grow in a tree my dog likes walnuts we have a couple of walnut trees they're black walnuts so it's really hard to actually get good ones out of them yeah and then they have all that he will chew all the green off. He, like, nastiness. Yeah. I mean, they smell bad. Oh, yeah. But I so, used to mow the grass out there, so I am well aware that there are plenty of nuts out there to run over. I think it's funny because it sounds like freaking hail hitting my house yeah. whenever the lawn's being mowed. But my dog loves to chew on them. And he will chew all the green off, and he'll chew it down to the actual, like, shell of the walnut. Yeah. And as soon as it's cracked... He's done with it. He does not want it cracked. He doesn't want a half, nothing. Huh. 
like, and he'll chase them. Like, he uses them as, like, fetch. Like, we've never had to buy him a ball because we always have walnuts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, we used he, to do that with our dogs when we were out there. Yeah, he's hard. <laughs> he loves, like, and it's so bad because he loves to chew on walnuts and he likes, like, whenever he was a little younger, he loved to actually chew on gravel. Ugh. But you can tell in his front bottom teeth, like, they're almost non-existent now because he's chewed on so much, like, hard shit like that. Aw, poor baby. But he's also getting older. Yeah. He's starting to get hip issues, which is pretty common with golden retrievers. Yeah. So it makes me sad. He'll be eight this year. Oh, wow. Seth is, uh, Apollo was eight. Well, he was eight and a half. He's almost nine. We had to put him down, so. Well, bigger dogs, smaller lifespan. Yeah. You had he, freaking he was, horses. He was only 200 pounds. <laughs> you had small horses, <laughs> we okay? Did. We did. Actually, what's funny is, is, so we used to live, you know, like way out in the boonies, and we had these people that would ride their horses, so we had a couple, and they would be on full-size horses, and then they had a kid who would ride their little miniature pony, with them, oh my god, it was so cute. They were adorable, but they would laugh because Apollo would be outside and he would run because you know there's horses and he loved the horses, and he was bigger than their pony. Yeah, and they would always they'd always make jokes like, "Oh, when are you gonna put a saddle on that one?" and all this stuff. So for those of you who don't know, Tosh used to have and breed Great Danes. Yeah, well, bred once. We made that mistake and we're never going back. So yeah, my, I'm just those saying. puppies were cute as fuck. Though. Ugh, they were. They were. So Freaking adorable. And they're they're all over the country now. Because like, you had the, everywhere. what are, are they called, Merles? Yeah, so yeah. Apollo was Merle, and Athena was black. And, you know, I decided, after some pressure from my ex-husband, that I was like, okay, we'll do one litter, you know. One litter, we're expecting, you know, four to six puppies, because usually the first litter is not as big, and they I think they average like And not like only, eight. but like, yeah, some, yeah. you know, bigger dogs have smaller little yeah. litters to begin with. Yeah, so I'm like, you know, I'm thinking four, six, whatever. So she gets pregnant. She's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I'm going, that is a big ass dog. Something is not right. Not right. And so I actually called the vet and was like, hey, like, is there a way to, to know what's going on in there? What to expect? And they're like, oh, you know, they're animals. You know, it's natural. It'll just do its thing. That fucking bitch had 19 puppies. Three did not make it. But we had 16 live Great Dane puppies with two adult Great Danes in my tiny house. And before you even got like, because I remember going over there whenever you still were like, kind of in the process of like, they were just old enough to start, yeah. you know, shipping them off to their new homes mm-hmm. and stuff. They were bigger than Gus. Oh, oh, they were like at least twice the size of him. They were huge. I mean, they were all like, I only mean, the, they, were, they were the size of like a small medium dog. Whenever I was sending them off. Yeah. And it was outrageous. And I mean, it cost a lot of money for us to ship them. I mean, they went on airplanes and they went everywhere. So it's pretty crazy. Do you ever get like updates from the people that you sold them to? Um, I got a couple emails from a couple people, but that was it. And then oh my gosh, just super cute. It, this one was in this Christmas sweater and he was sitting next to this like big decorated christmas tree and he oh my gosh he was adorable and that was down in uh he's in arizona and oh my he was cute as crap i mean just absolutely adorable but but yeah so they were they were hefty i still get so you know my mother-in-law's dog had puppies um last year and i was kind of put in charge of getting rid of these puppies yeah 
because my mother-in-law, she doesn't do so social media or anything like that. So, you know, that's the fastest way to get the word out about mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so one girl that took one of the puppies, she still messages me probably every other month and shows oh, me pictures nice. of him. That's awesome. We still have four if anybody in the area needs a dog. Oh, my God. Biggins. I love. I want Biggins so bad, but we're not allowed because, well, he's big. Well, he is like the most he's gentle. Like, yes. And he's goofy. And I just love Oh, my it. gosh. So I was up there last night and we were watching him play. And he was just, he's such a goofy runner. And so he got in these like weeds that had some like you know, weedy flower looking things. Mm-hmm. And he just sat there and was like, oh, you handsome boy. <laughs> and he just sat there and looked at me like, <laughs> Oh, he's yes. cute as crap. And it's like, you could tell like his paws are like, they're so big and he's so just, he's not grown into them yet, you know? So yeah. he's like real like clumsy and it, it's absolutely adorable. Um, but yeah, like with ours, so keep in mind, we had 16 of these suckers and they all went into our garden area. Well, we didn't realize that our concrete fountain underneath it, there was a wasp nest. And they all started running through the weeds. And then they started coming out and like their faces, their nose, they're swollen. And I, I was freaking out. They had these huge knots on them and stuff because they all pissed off the wasp. And they were just attacking them. So I had to get them all inside. And then I had to dose 16 puppies with Benadryl <laughs> to try to make it better. It was it was a fiasco. <laughs> but, but yeah, anyway. So we need to wrap this up and uh, get over to the inner bitching. Yeah, sorry for the... <laughs> the- Stay tuned and we'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to this week's Inner Bitchin'. Today's topic is presidential deaths on July 4th. John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, and James Monroe all died on July 4th. Adams and Jefferson in 1826 and Monroe in 1831. And welcome back from the inner bitchin'. Natasha, what do you got for us today? All right, so this one's going to be maybe a little hefty, but it is so going to be worth it because I've got torture of ye old days. (laughs) And it's awesome. I've got pictures of mine, but I'll try to post them on social media or whatever, and you'll win this episode comes out, but... So let's go ahead and uh, get started here. In today's world, most torture comes from the form of emotional and intellectual discrepancy caused by force-feeding the woke environment. Sorry, not sorry. For this episode, however, I want to take you back to the days of yore when torture included physically gruesome and agonizing pain. Because that's the best kind. The lower crime environment of the past formed by the implementation of these sometimes literally gut-wrenching tactics of punishment. I will go ahead and institute an umbrella disclaimer that this portion of the episode will be violent, sometimes nauseating, and not for the faint of heart. Let's begin with a little Italian-based contraption called Judah's Cradle, also known as Judah's Chair. It's, you know, sounds innocent enough, right? It's just a chair. Just a chair. Might just be the torture of sitting for a very long period of time, right? Like, you know, you just sit there. What is it? Watch a paint dry? That's torture, right? But not in this case. That's work. You just sit there and (laughs) sit there all day. The victim in this scenario would be lowered to a pyramid-shaped seat using ropes. 
and I mean lowered to the extent that the pyramid would begin to pierce their JJ or booty hole. Yeah. I'm not kink shaming here, but. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, oh no, it gets, this, this goes outside of normal kink. Like you, I got a whole lot to say about that, but I'll try to not right now. But this goes beyond that. This is gnarly. Oh yeah. So they would then continue to lower the victim, increasing the pressure and reaching the maximum stretch capacity of the orifice of choice causing permanent damage. In most cases, it would get to the point where the orifice would rip open and cause serious infection. Because remember, in these days, they did not participate in cleanliness techniques between sessions. Jim Bob gets up there, and they shove it up his booty hole. And then, you know, Susie Q gets up there, and she gets whatever one it lands on, I guess. And you got all kinds of nasty on that pyramid i just laugh at the word orifice i don't know why well i tried to pick a a, a decent word (laughs) instead of their holes yeah their holes their cavities they would also attach additional weights that would typically result in death by impalement sometimes you made it out with just a ripped hole of some sort that could potentially end up with infection and then you die later or they would add weights that it goes so far up there that it like shreds your insides and you die no thanks yeah either way not fun and i'm gonna go out on a limb and say they probably did not institute any lube oh no 100 percent. yeah there was a similar device established called the spanish donkey (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i just couldn't so these victims have to straddle a triangular horse-type contraption, forcing them to place the entirety of their weight on their crotch area while it rested on the point of a triangle. Similar, but instead of a chair, you're on like a saddle thingy, is what I'm gathering. Either way, it doesn't sound fun. I mean, I know you said the first one was a chair, but I was literally just imagining like a giant pyramid, and then they're like strung up, and then they're just like lower than lowering them onto the pyramid, not even into a chair. But you want them to be tied to a non-movable surface so that you can get them on the pyramid. If yeah, they're I just know. If they're just marionetting up there, you know, <laughs> know, they can be like flopping around like a fish, you know? And it's like you constantly swing in, they, they miss the top, and you're like, motherfucker! <laughs> I know, but that's just, I don't know why, but that's just how it, like... Although I have seen some BDSM that could make it work. In my mind, it was playing out like a movie. Okay, uh, so like, close your eyes. Okay. Okay. So you walk into this dungeon. Okay. All right. And there's a giant pyramid and there's lava shooting up in the background. What? Like, just to add, like, special oh, okay, effects. Okay, okay, Right? So it's. And then this dude's just, like, dangling there and he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, surely they would have. <gasps> Sewed his mouth shut. Oh, yeah. They didn't have duct tape. <laughs> But yeah, he's Gagged just like dangling there yeah. and he's like, no, 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 no. And then you just see him like split in half after Ugh. being on the pyramid. I'm seeing like this giant Geppetto, you know, <laughs> like up above him yeah. with these strings. Well, like, so sorry, but like the way that it would play out in my movie mind is so you know what it looks like whenever you split wood on a wood splitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like basically that, but on the pyramid, you just See, I think in my head, I don't get the splitting thing only because it's 
when I think of a pyramid, it doesn't have the the shape needed to actually split. I can see like when you squish like a tomato, you know, it just goes out on all areas, you know, and not just split in two, but just yeah. That's what I'm I'm picturing. It just goes in all directions. Yeah. And then I'm wondering how. So I'm thinking pyramid. How steep is this pyramid? Because if it's a, a pretty broad pyramid, it's not going to do a lot of damage, right? Because you oh, can't. Oh, no, it's got to be like it's super gotta be pointy. Like, what's that really big building? Empire State Building. That really big building. <laughs> oh, my God. That's not even a pyramid. It just goes. Doesn't it have a big, doesn't it have Maybe. a big, a big stick on the top? Well, yeah, it's got to be. That's a what stick I'm thinking of. Like, you know, so you have the big pyramid with a stick at the top. We'll just take someone that we don't like. String them from a helicopter, take oh, them to Vegas, list. and put them over the Pyramid Hotel in Vegas. You know what? I like the way you think. <laughs> All right. So who do we got to bribe with 100 bucks to go to Vegas? <laughs> All right. So the next method of torture that I picked is use a long available weapon, but was just as horrendous, saw torture. Oh... I bet you could only imagine the damage one could endure with this type of torture. It was a straight-up form of execution where the perp would be sawed in half while still awake. So this one was done either sideways this or across your, the main portion of the body. This ain't your daddy's magic trick. Yeah, so the, <laughs> the picture that they have of this is, uh, you know, two beams up, one beam connecting them. Two ropes, one holding each foot. You're upside down. There is a grate underneath you, and they are sawing you from the coochie to the top. There. Do you see it? Yeah. Oh. Right? And you're awake. And, well, I'm assuming until you pass out from pain. Which would take, like, one saw in. Oh, this next one's good. Oh. This next one's good. So another brutal device used in torture was the pear of anguish. The pear, like the fruit, the pear? It looks like a medieval pear. And we're not talking, my next thing is, we're not talking about the yummy green pears I can't get enough of at the grocery store. (laughs) So here, the pear of anguish. Okay. So (laughs) it's it's similar to the modern day... What do you do? That what's the thing called when you go to your girly appointment and they open up your? JJ? We're literally on the same. Spe- that's a speculum. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, a really fucked up version of that. It's basically a speculum, but it opens up in all different directions. Yeah, instead of it being like a small, duck bill, it's not small in the front either to make it easier to insert. It's no, the, the bulbous side is the part that opens. Yeah, and like think those crane games, you know? Yeah, and it comes down and cl- yeah. Yeah. But they're going to stick it up inside you, and then they're going to go, and it's going to go, so and rip your ass open. Exactly. Get this. This particular device was used to punish those who facilitated a miscarriage or force. So, like, they would throw themselves down the stairs or. So, people who. Coat hanger or. Tried to do at home abortions. Yes. I'm assuming. So, liars, blasphemers, and gays. Don't hate on the word. I literally just po- I pasted it. That's why it says gays. Just don't at me. <laughs> and and that was in the Middle Ages. 
and it's sometimes referred to as the choke pair. So choke pair? Yep. Like C-H-O-K-E? We'll get there, yep. It was used differently. It was used a different way for each reason you were being punished. Oh, so like miscarriages would be like up the hoo-ha. Probably. Liars Liars would be in the mouth and gays would be in the ass. I would assume so. Let me see here. Yep, so women (laughs) said get it in the old hoo-ha. Homosexual men, you know, get it in the ass. And liars and blasphemers would have it in the mouth, which I just, if I had to pick, (laughs) I'm, I'm not sure which one I would choose. I mean, think about the mouth, like your teeth and everything. Like it'd just be like breaking your teeth first and all that shit. I think I think I'd take the hoo ha. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's got get used anyway. It's honestly like it's naturally stretchy. Yeah, I mean, if I pushed a baby through here that was like ten pounds and two feet long, surely I could handle this. I would. I would hope. Sorry, my mind went to how you said earlier that cleanliness was not of importance. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And you've got, like, the woman and then a, a homosexual man and then a, and then a liar. So it's, like, <gasps> hoochie, asshole, oh, and then straight in their oh, mouth. Oh, like a big old pacifier. Oh, my God. That is disgusting. Sorry, that's where my mind went. Ooh, my brain was not there yet. You're welcome. All right. So the device included four metal leaves that would slowly separate as the Punisher would rotate the screw on the top. This would tear the skin or grow to max size and simply just mutilate the victim. I mean, it's disgusting. So, like, max size, is that, like, it can go as far as it, like, I mean, it can basically open up, like, a flower, and that's probably its max size, yeah. but they probably never have to get it there to yeah. before the it's person. wherever like... their, their max size is. Yeah. But, but not just that is, I mean, that's torture enough, but they would a lot of times use the pair of anguish as like a warm-up to like other torture. Nope. Yeah. So it was, yeah. Next I have the breaking wheel, which is also known as the Catherine wheel. I don't really, not sure entirely. Maybe I, this contraption was used for torture and public executions. So typically the wheel was a large wagon wheel consisting of radial spokes they would then lash the perp. I don't know why I put lash. It says lash the perp to the wheel, but I think my picture probably I have. I think you sense. mean latch. Yeah, I don't know. But they would beat their limbs with an iron cudgel or a club, which is basically like a short, thick stick, like a baton. Because... When the wheel had gaps in it, it allowed for breakage of the limbs. So, like, they would intentionally leave space so that your bones would just break. Ugh. And, and extremely unfortunate for the perp, they could survive these multiple excruciating breaks and live for several days post-beating before they finally succumbed to their injuries. So, I mean, they're beating the hell out of this person. Their bones are snapping, and they might survive. For, for days. For days. And just suck. Yeah. Oh, there we go. He laid down in my lap. So then I have the iron chair, and it was exclusive to the Middle Ages, where unlucky souls were restrained to a chair sporting hundreds of sharp spikes using iron restraints. The Punisher would then progressively tighten the restraints, which would cause the spikes to raise and penetrate the flesh. And it would go on from hours to days. 
So they would even use this device as psychological torture for those extracting confessions as they watched someone else be attached to the chair. We get napped. Someone wants a confession out of you. So they strap me to the chair. So that I have to be so like, no, you, don't hurt her. Yeah, exactly. Oh, here's another good one we got. The head crusher. I mean, I think that one's a little self-explanatory. Yep. Literally, just a vice for the head that would slowly crush the skull of the victims. Your eyeballs would pop out. Fluids would leak from your ears and nose. And sometimes the contents of your noggin would spill out. I mean, as expected. However, they didn't always kill the victim. Sometimes they were just left with permanent damage and disfigurement. Like, imagine your whole skull, be it back in those days, your skull gets crushed, you're deformed, you clearly are, you have brain damage, and then you got to live the rest of your life like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's bad. Okay. It's a medieval form of lobotomy. I'm excited about this next one because it is one of, if not my absolute favorite. Are you ready? Yeah. Rat torture. Oh, did they let him eat them? The unlucky soul would be entirely restrained on a horizontal surface such as a table. A rat or rats would then be placed on their stomach. They would then cover the rats with a metal container. Next, they would slowly heat the container and that would cause the rodents to scramble for a way out. And there's only one way out to eat the victim strapped to the table. While they're alive. It, us- <laughs> it usually took hours for them to get out. Well, yeah. Yeah. Tiny rat mouths. Yeah. Every Ugh. excruciating bite would be felt due to the victim being awake for the whole process. I. Nope. How that would be my worst nightmare. I hate ass. rodents so much. I just. I just think that's like the coolest fucking thing. Back in the day, I would have been a. a torture giver i would have been a punisher and that would have been my method of choice is this your last one or is there more oh there's more okay oh yeah at the end we're gonna take a poll which which would you rather have? okay wait have done to you or or due to someone else both sold all right (laughs) so next we have coffin torture oh did they bury him alive some say this is the most dreaded form of torture in the medieval period although i'm not really sure after the whole rat incident but accused parties would be placed in a caged coffin while being completely immobilized. The length of time was determined by the type of crime you were accused of, and they would put you on display for the public where you would be mocked and abused by people being angry. And The coffin doesn't actually go underground, right? They put you in a caged coffin where you can't move and put you on display so that everybody in town can come get a look at you and mock you as you can't do anything. So they didn't so they didn't bury them alive. They Correct. just It is like a really fucked up timeout. <laughs> it's, it's basically so they strap them up, put them in a caged coffin. I mean, isn't that kind of like being in the stocks? Like, yeah, but you're immobilized and like completely immobilized like and in can't. a caged coffin. So it's a lot more restrictive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I do. Okay. Remind me after this that I have a funny thing to tell you about the stocks. 
That'd be like in my mind that I don't think I should say on the pod. Okay. <laughs> but um, that would like really kill like Gen Zers because they oh, would, yeah. like the criti- they couldn't mm-hmm. take the criticism. Yep, exactly. <laughs> they bring it back. <laughs> so they actually had a little torture device for women called the breast ripper. Fuck that. But another name was called the iron spider. Primarily used for women who had committed adultery, heresy, blasphemy, or witchcraft, of course. I'm trying to picture this thing in my mind now that you've called it the iron spider and how it works. They would normally heat the contraption up before latching it it to the woman's boob. Do they have different sizes? Not all women are created equal in that. That's no fucking joke. (laughs) We're going to need a bigger clamp. (laughs) (laughs) The instrument contained four claws. That would very slowly and painfully rip off the boob. We would. We would need one of those like. um, It'd take two or three men to carry one that we need. Well, you know, like the. (laughs) So whenever, you know, like the claw machines, but like the ones that they use for like the really big stuffed animals. Yeah, that'd be us right there. (laughs) And they heat it up, stick it on the boob, and then slowly it just closes till it rips your boob off. And then it says blood sometimes even splattered onto their children who were forced to watch this happen. Yeah. My belly's still and again, didn't always lead in death, but you'd be maimed and disfigured for the rest of your days. Well, nobody wants a girl with no titties. You can't have any, like, back then you wouldn't be able to have any more children after that because you can't breastfeed them. Well, unless you, okay, I'm about to, I'm about to get real testy here. This is medieval times, so unless you had like a maid or a wet nurse slave, yeah, then you might be all right. But your maid or wet nurse would also have to have a child. Um, actually, not true. I mean, back in those days, they didn't have the hormones to kick that in. No, they actually have studies out where a woman had a baby, she couldn't produce, but somehow. Her husband. Oh, I know that. Started I know that. I know that. producing milk, and it didn't didn't require any hormones. It just happened. Oh, and then you got all those people that are like in those villages, like in uh, like Africa and stuff. That that's literally a community. You know, you just kind of yeah. I know. Boob. I know the aspect of a wet nurse. I know usually though, like a wet nurse also has a child. Yeah, but they don't always have to. Like, so yeah. You could, okay. Um, because well, I know there are like. There are, like, lesbian couples who one has the child and the other pumps and pumps and pumps, like, the whole pregnancy yeah, just to start producing. But usually, nowadays, they have to, like, so, nowadays, nowadays, they take a hormone to try um, and, like, kickstart it. I'm going to give you a little TMI, everybody, for personal experience. When I started babysitting Maya and stuff, I started lactating. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. It was really weird. And they were like, well, we don't know if it's your medicine because, like, we weren't giving me any hormones or anything like that. But they're like, maybe it's one of your medicines causing it. We don't know. But, yeah. Hmm. So, just so you know, totally possible. (laughs) Weird, but possible. That's also why my... We'll talk about that afterwards. (laughs) All right. Sorry. We'll get back on track here. So, next one I have is the tongue terror. They force your mouth open. And they clamp this thing down on your tongue. And then 
With all their power, the Punisher just rips the fucker out. Just snake tongue. All right, so this next one, I think pretty much everybody's heard of. Crucifixion. Oh, right? well, yeah. So, <laughs> not just for Jesus. <laughs> it's for everybody. And sometimes they would even, it was real bad when they did it upside down. That was like the ultimate. Oh like, well, yeah, because then like all the blood you. rushes to your head. Well, it, it and... was it was the like total disgrace. Like if they really wanted to like disrespect you and and just make you like totally shameful, they'd crucify you upside down. Like that was like the worst of the worst. Hmm. Then we have the rack. The so rack. it was used primarily for interrogations. Rack city bitch. Rack, right? rack city bitch. Victims would be tied at the ankles to the roller at the bottom, and their wrists would be rolled or attached to a roller at the top, and the Punisher would turn the wheel slowly, causing the rollers to stretch the joints of the victim until they were ripped out of their sockets. Is that like the goat torture? Have you heard of that? No. So they would, like, tie each of your limbs to, like, a separate goat and then just have them run? being drawn and quartered with horses. Yeah. This is different. So this is, like, your feet are attached. This is attached. This is, like, straight up and down. They have one of these on... um, the Adams family. <laughs> so they go, and sometimes they stretch it to the point where your limbs come off. Well, yeah. Just poof. I used to do it with my Barbies. So then we have the Iron Maiden, where victims were forced inside a sarcophagus-looking device willed with spikes, and the door would be slammed behind them, causing the spikes to penetrate almost every inch of their body, but not deep enough to cause immediate death. You would slowly bleed to death. Yeah. In a I've dark heard of that box. one. Yeah, in a do- dark box. I think a lot of people have heard of that one. Okay. Not just the band. All right. So this last one, this is the last one, everybody. So <laughs> sorry. But uh, here we go. It is, when I said the rats were my favorite, but maybe second, this is what comes close to my favorite. All right? And this is the brazen bull. It was a large bull constructed of copper that would serve as both torture and entertainment. People would be placed inside the bull while a fire was created under the bull. Victims would then roast alive as a strategically placed horn inside the bull made their screams sound like a bull in distress. So they put a device inside the bull. Yeah, they put it inside the bull. So when you would scream because you're cooking on the inside, it would sound like a bull. What was this bull made? Was it made out of like copper? Metal? Copper. Yeah. Ooh. So expensive. <laughs> yeah. They would also sometimes add herbs and spices to create a more pleasant smell as the person was roasting. KFC that bitch. So. Okay. I'm literally going to read you what I typed in here two weeks ago. You ready? You ready? Yeah. Too bad they didn't know Colonel Sanders. <laughs> We were right there again. Do you want a fun fact? Okay, hit me. <laughs> My brother knows the secret herbs and spices. Just saying. KFC's Twitter only follows 11 people. Or no. They follow 16 people, I think. So they follow all the Spice Girls. And then 11 <laughs> men named Herb. So That's it's the awesome. 11 herbs and spices. spices. That is awesome. That is my medieval torture devices section. Okay. Whoop, whoop. Let's start with what 
Which of these would you rather have done to you? Probably the mocking one because it seems like the less, like... See, I don't know if I could be cooped up in a cage, immobilized, and then listening to people bitch because you don't know how long you're going to be in there. Yeah, but also it's like the least gory. Uh, I don't know. I mean, if we're talking like death quickly or like, are you going to die either way? Because if you're going to die either no, way. Some of these, you don't Oh, yeah. Die. They just like left you maimed. Like the titty I, ripper. Yeah. I, I think I would prefer just to be mocked because it seems like the least torturous as far as like pain wise. Really? I was almost thinking the rack. Because you don't always die, right? Yeah, but you would totally be ripped. I mean, maybe I'd be taller. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, because you got to think what that comes. Not only are your limbs being stretched, and so you're probably going to dislocate and rip, but you've also got to think about your spine. They could use it. They could use the rack. But I mean, Um, which, okay, what? What's yours? I'm really, I'm still leaning towards the. The rack? I think I'm leaning towards the rack. Yeah. I think I could handle the rack. I would almost say the anguish pair. If they cleaned it afterwards. <laughs> if they, if they clean the device after each use, I would take the anguish pair. But if not, I think I'll take the rack. I don't think that I could stay cooped up in a cage where I can't move. Yeah. I mean, I can handle some physical pain a lot better okay, than I'm gonna mental. Okay, I'm going to change mine. I'm going to change mine. I'm going to go with uh, the anguish pair. Oh! That's going to be mine. But which one? Are we going mouth? Are we going coochie? Are we going boom boom? <laughs> Cooch. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. That's where I would have went. Okay. All right. So, which one? Okay. Let's. Okay. Take a, take a second and think of someone that you really do not like. Oh, yeah, I already know which one I'm doing. All right, which one are we doing? I'm going to do the one. I now I can't remember the name of it, but uh, the one where you saw them in half from the coochie down. Really? Yeah. Huh, saw torture, eh? Yeah. Hmm. I would not have went with that. See, I'm, I'm still between the rats and the brazen bull. No. Just because, like, like you, uh, sorry, I'm doing a motion that nobody can see. Like, you just slowly just one saw. Well, I'm almost thinking the brazen bull because it'd be a lot less cleanup, you know? Yeah. Because the rats are going to make a smorgasbord of your insides, and this is going to be guts everywhere. Blood, guts, and shit, and I'm going to have to like, scoop you off with a spatula. Unless you just, like, let the rats eat the rest of them. But they wouldn't eat all of it. It'd still be a mess you got to clean up. I mean, it depends. You can just So you have, like, certain rats that you let torture and eat through them, and then you just bring in, like, another horde of rats to finish cleanup. Yeah, but they they wouldn't get the blood and the bones and true pigs. Yeah. And bring in the pigs. Bring in the pigs. Release the pigs. Um we got a pig in both of our sections then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm you know, I think I'm going to go with I think I'm going to go with brazen bull. Because then when it's done, you just, you know, dump the deep fried carcass out and call it a day. Fuck, I don't care. Cannibalize it. I don't care. <laughs> Do whatever. Feed it to the pigs. Yeah, feed it to the dogs. Yeah. Everybody's got pets, right? Yeah. But yeah, so so that's that. And uh, if you guys would, I think it'd be really awesome. Let us know what you would, you know, which one of these torture devices do you think you could handle and which one you'd like to do to somebody that you don't like. And let's all be honest, everybody has somebody that they don't like. <laughs>
Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, you might be a really nice person, and we appreciate that. But deep down, just let it out. Just let the darkness eat you, all right? <laughs> That's, it's easier. Trust me. It's easier. But that being said, we're going to go ahead and uh, put up a little housekeeping stuff here. We do still have our Patreon. We have a dollar subscriber. Get you a shout-out and early access to our episodes every week. And we have a $5 one that does a shout-out as well. And we get, you know, bonus content, which are absolutely hysterical. I I can't I can't push that enough that they are so fucking funny. And definitely not safe for the live feed. Yeah, yeah. And and definitely uh beware of uh little ears around if you do play them, just so you know. <laughs> but yeah, so we have that and then you get early access with that as well. And, you know, we, we still have all of our socials running. We've got Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, threads, TikTok, YouTube. I mean, you name it. I think we're pretty much everywhere. Yeah. At this point. And as always, we're, we're wanting to uh, add a section uh, at the end of each episode, but we're going to need your guys' help to do so. Um, we're wanting to have a little piece at the end. What, what did you say you wanted to call it at the end where we do listener stories? Kristen had a really cute little name for it that she told me before we started, and I forgot what it was. <laughs> we'll, we'll get back to that. But uh, we just wanted to take a, a second to, you know, read your guys' stories, you know, on the air, uh, get them out there, you know, give you guys some credit, just just learn some new stuff about you guys, too, because, you know, we're fascinated with all that stuff. So if you have any stories, uh, if you want to type them up, you can email them to us or contact us on social media. Uh, another option, you know, you could send a, a voice memo if, you know, if you want to do that and we can, you know, work with that as well. Um our email address is theredrumpodcasters at gmail.com. And just so everybody knows, again, we do have the new website, theredrumpodcasters.com. And all of these links are available. Our social medias are available on there. You can submit stories on there. You can get you can get to everything that you need. Patreon, all of that stuff is on the website. Please rate and review us so that we can bump ourselves up on all of the platforms that we're on. That is... Good segue, because I had a couple reviews that I wanted to read to you. I already have the reviews. Are you talking about the ones on Apple Podcast? Yes. Yeah, so I've got them. Okay, let hit hit us. So this one was from May twentieth, twenty twenty three, and it was right before, like right after we had posted our trailer. Yeah. And so it says, "Looking forward to listening." Oh, awesome! Well, hopefully you do. And then in June, uh, it said it's a five star review, and it says great podcast. These girls are hilarious. Awesome. Does it give usernames for these? Yeah. Reviews. Maybe we could do that if you leave a review. Okay. So for the first one, it was clutch underscore zero zero three asterisk asterisk. Cool. Well, thanks, person clutch. Um, the second one was dancer baby. Right on. This one, the title, it's from June, and the title says, Two of my fave redheads. It's five stars, and it's from Serena Lynn. And it says, Love listening to you ladies while on my way to work. Keep up the fun. Heart emoji. Well, we love you too. Yeah. Definitely. We appreciate it. This one is from Anchor Management SMD. (laughs) That's my kind of username right there. And it's from July 28th, and it says, the title is Love These Ladies. It says, Love listening to these gals. Keep up the great work. Awesome. Well, we appreciate it. And, you know, we're, we're going to plan on being here a while. That was something I was going to 
let you know as well. Uh, well, I mean, you already know, Kristen. But uh, for those of you that, you know, might be new listening here, typically we were doing, you know, our, our normal episodes every every week. They come out on Sundays. Unless you're a Patreon, then you get them sometime during Saturday, usually. And I started this last week with an experiment of doing a quick little like 10, 15 minute, just fun facts section. I call it weird shit Wednesdays just to break up the monotony, you know, cause sometimes waiting a whole week. I know with me personally, with the pods that I listen to waiting a whole week for anything sometimes kind of sucks. So we got a little, little Does blur. Does it feel like torture? <laughs> it does. I to. I that was perfect. That, go. that was perfect. But you know, we, we just wanted to kind of break it up then you can have conversations. I, I like doing that. I'm the weird person that starts off a conversation with, hey, did you know? And then I read off some, like, totally bullshit fact that doesn't make any sense. But, uh, yeah. All righty. Well, stay safe and stay, stay strange. strange.